My name is Matt Brown. But this was legendary stuff that happened out here today. Shout out to Jerry Rice, baby. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs and believe it. <laughs> you gotta fight for your right to party! Believe it, baby. We're going to Las Vegas, Nevada to go get us another one. And let's start the show. Yes, the Lions, I've said this before throughout the regular season, they're going to live or die by Coach Campbell's aggressiveness. And today, unfortunately, they died by Coach Campbell's aggressiveness. What's going on, everybody? The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. This is your final podcast of January of 2024. I think this is a great final podcast of this month. We will be talking about the conference championship games that took place this past Sunday. And as a result, your Super Bowl is set. The Kansas City Chiefs are taking on the San Francisco 49ers in Super Bowl 58. We will talk about exactly how those two teams got there with two very different but very fun conference championship games that were very intriguing to watch for various reasons. And before we get into all of that, I just want to first remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at Proud Convo Pod, we're on TikTok at Productive Conversations, and Facebook at Productive Conversations. And I just want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Magic Mind, our friends at Magic Mind, for a product that will help you increase your energy and improve your concentration get magic mind as an alternative to caffeine or energy drinks it is an amazing product and we're so proud to have them sponsor this show and they were kind enough to make a special link for us that is magicmind.com slash jan productive conversations and you can use the promo code productive 20 to get a full 75% off your first subscription of magic mind yes yes that is the case 75% off your first subscription of magic mind by going to magicmind.com slash jam productive conversations and use promo code productive 20 thank you to magic mind for making this all possible and yes so today's show will be all about the nfc and afc championships the Ravens, the Chiefs battled it out, and the Lions and the 49ers had a heck of a game themselves. And we're going to break down all the action, recap the positives and negatives coming from this game from both teams, in both from I should say from all four teams. And we will obviously discuss the losers in Detroit and Baltimore and praise the winners in Kansas City and San Francisco. And of course, we will actually preview that matchup next week, Super Bowl week. But now we will just focus on the conference championship games and what they made them so interesting. And we will get into where everybody is moving forward after this past Sunday. So why don't we get into it? It's now me and the return of Kevin Schaefer. So happy to have him back so we will continue to make some great content with him and him and i will discuss the conference championships and we will take you through the remaining part of the nfl postseason so let's do it me and kevin schaefer let us discuss the afc and nfc championships here we go kevin your turn once again let's do it 
This is a very productive conversation. Championship Sunday is done. And you know what? It was very intriguing. We only have one more game to go to complete the NFL season. And I think it's going to be a very exciting Super Bowl because of the stellar matchups that we got out of it. AFC Championship belongs to the Kansas City Chiefs, defeating the Ravens 17-10. The NFC Championship belongs to the 49ers, defeating the Detroit Lions 34-31. So that brings us to a Super Bowl 58, being the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. So we have to dive in and recap how we got here. We have nothing but the great Kevin Schaefer joining us to do that. What's up, Kevin? How's it going, Matt? Fantastic. Great to see you. Glad to see you rocking and rolling. And we're about to have a great show with it. All right. First things first, we'll go through the AFC championship. Then we'll discuss the NFC championship and then take it from there. So, Kevin, first things first. Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens. Kansas City Chiefs defeat the Ravens in the AFC Championship by a score of 17 to 10. That is 17 to 10 Chiefs. And basically to really recap, starts out going back and forth in the first quarter. And I mean, Patrick Mahomes then pretty much showed why he really is the best of his generation. Going perfect in the first quarter. Handled the stellar Baltimore Ravens defense easily. And by time we got to the second half, and after the first drive when Lamar almost threw an interception, played arguably an underwhelming game, but ultimately the second half, the Ravens did step up on defense, but ultimately Lamar and the Ravens offense couldn't make take advantage of it. Only scoring a field goal in the second half, and ultimately, what's been the strength of Kansas City and their defense outshined the team that was better on paper in Baltimore. So first things first, and also include Kansas City staying on the field, having the time of possession to prevent anything to happen for the Ravens offense. And here we are. Um, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl, the fourth time in five years. And yeah. I think it's it's been said by everybody, but it's true. Can't vote against Patrick Mahomes. Tell me your initial thoughts on this game, Mr. Schaefer. Well, you already touched on my first point. This is a different Kansas City team than we've seen in years. I mean, it's always been that overpowering offense that's been able to get them past a, a serviceable defense. You know, it's always been a shootout and and they weren't able to hold teams. You know, the Josh Allen game where he went down and scored on them. He goes back. Mahomes goes back, scores in 13 seconds. The strength of this team is their defense. And that's it's not because Mahomes is regressing. It's obviously his wide receiver core hasn't been where it's been in, in years past. Kelsey, first the first the first couple games of the playoffs here. Kelsey's actually come alive, but he hasn't been there all year. So I think the the big difference this year for the Chiefs is that defense. And they're going to need it going against, you know, the 49ers. But we'll talk about that next week. But I, I want to talk about holding Lamar Jackson to just 10 points. I yes. mean, look, look, they beat the 49ers earlier in the regular season by double digits, by, by multiple scores. That's huge for the Chiefs' defense, and if they can maintain that going forward, they, they're already a dynasty at this point. You know, you're talking four Super Bowls in five years. Two wins, hopefully, possibly a third. 
already a dynasty in 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 progress. But if that defense can stay like that, if Spags, I mean Spags may go get a head co- head coaching job somewhere, but if if that def- can, defense can stay like that, it'll be huge for them. And uh, I think now the big question for Baltimore is Lamar your guy? I know you already paid him, mm-hmm. but Lamar has not been a playoff quarterback. He really hasn't. He can't get over that hump. You know, you saw Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow beats Pat Mahomes. That's where everyone says he arrives. Absolutely. Lamar hasn't done that in the playoffs. Nope, just a mere two and five. And Joe Burrow has been hindered by injury so far in his early career. And, I mean, like we talked about, you you must have – that Ravens locker room must have been really frustrated with the offense because, they again, we mentioned they did their part. And even holding to that defense, even holding – coming completely shutting the offense down in touchdowns, it's a big deal. And yet, you know – we had we've had we had just some nasty nasty stuff that just collapsed. We had the Zay Flowers fumble right at the goal line, and then the turnover, the interception into triple coverage in the second half. I mean, if you're a Ravens fan, that just that's just just dark. It's I mean, it's it's frustrating. And they had everything working for them, especially the momentum, and they were the favorites going into this. And it just shows that it's a different beast when you're actually in the playoffs. The analytics don't matter. It's all about the 11 men on each side on the field. And Lamar, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's, um, I don't know if it's a, if it's a confidence issue. If he really is is lost and and takes out the MVP regular season type quarterback and brings in this environment and it doesn't work. Um, it's really a mystery, and you had a better, arguably a better offensive coordinator. They got him weapons, reckon younger, younger, but they still were able to catch the ball. And yeah, I mean, with the flowers, you just Laverius Sneed. That that was just the perfect. That is just yeah. a a um, defensive back stream. He just perfectly hit the ball out of his hands. But I, what do you think it is that's holding Lamar back? Well, I, I'll, I'll. It was yesterday or when the games were played, it was Spags. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you some interesting stats. All year long, the Ravens averaged at least 20 running back carries a game. Yeah. They shut down the run game, and they, they said, we're going to force Lamar to beat us. He, he's going to have to throw the ball to beat us. He's going to have to play quarterback. And he couldn't do it. it that, that's I mean, obviously the Zay Flowers almost touchdown there changes the entire ball game, but when the game's on the line, you can't throw into triple coverage to Isaiah Likely. You just you can't do it. And that was and confidence it's, in some weird way. It's mistakes like that that are gonna hold him back. And, and as and, we mentioned um with the time of possession, that was just shooting yourself in the foot. You weren't getting the ball back. Well it's a it, the Chiefs did exactly what the Ravens wanted to do. Establish the run game and lean on it. And then get the ball to your, you know, top tier tight end and your young wide receivers when you can. And the problem was Spag shut down their run game and forced them to try and throw the ball. Yeah, and I'm looking right here. For the actual running backs, there was only six carries, three for Edwards and three for Justice Hill, where Lamar is your leading rusher as your quarterback. And like you said, no Dalvin Cook was used at all. And look at what happened. And probably with, you know, Mark Andrews coming back from his injury that 
is probably a season ending one, but obviously they're as close to Super Bowl as possible. Gets just gets cleared, but he wasn't a factor as he usually is as Lamar's favorite target. I mean, everything really collapsed at the wrong time on offense for the Ravens. I think that I think we'll see that team again. I think mm-hmm. they're going to be good, and they need to learn from it. They're a very young team. Yeah. I mean, even even Lamar. You talk about Lamar, the 2018 class. He's still just on his second deal. I mean, you look at Tom Brady, guys like Brady and and Manning, who played for almost 20 years. Lamar's only played for five or six, so he's still young. He's he's still a young quarterback in NFL terms. And that, that team now with a lot of young weapons, uh, I think this year they really need to go and get a running back in the draft. Uh, I mean, Keaton Mitchell will come back from injury, obviously the guy they took last year. But yeah, I think if you're the Ravens, you have a solid defense. You have a, a really talented wide receiver room now that's young. Young quarterback in Lamar. Go out and get him a premier running back. Because I, I know the running back by committee has always been Harbaugh's MO, but go and get him a premier guy. I respect that, and I think it's uh, good to point out. Now, one thing I do want to talk about, what do you think about the Ravens? It seemed they lost discipline as the game was progressing. Whether that was, again, because of bad, quick decisions from Lamar, you have unnecessary taunting penalties, you have, again, frustrated defense. Do you think that has anything to play in it, or is this a heat-of-the-moment type of thing? I'm going to chalk that up to youth. I mean, a lot of those guys, it's their second mm-hmm. playoff game. Second playoff game and the first one, that it's actually really close. So I'm going to chalk that up to youth. And I think, I, I again, they have a great coach in Harbaugh there. And I think he's going to use that as a, a learning experience for those young guys, for Flowers to say, hey, you don't taunt there. That catch you had for almost a touchdown, you catch that in the end zone. You know, and he's, mm-hmm. he's going to make it into a learning experience for them. And I, and I think they'll be back. I'm not sure it's going to be next year, but I, I think they'll be back and, and might even get to a Super Bowl in the next three or four years because that's a good team. It's a good young team. And I was talking about somebody like real potential here in their trajectory, right? Even in this Mahomes era where he's dominating, I think it's clear Mahomes is on his way to the Hall of Fame already. We could talk about players who might have the Hall of Fame talent. Mm-hmm. If a healthy Joe Burrow for one. Um so already got in his AFC championship, but still has to get over the hump for the Super Bowl. Some people if you want to talk about Josh Allen. I know very still they're very early in their careers. A lot of them only played five years, but you know, they have the potential. But with Lamar Jackson though, right? Gonna win his second MVP. Do you see him as somebody who can win that championship now way later in his career? Like John Elway, for instance. I mean, if you want to argue Peyton Man, you could argue that was more of the second half, but beginning of the second half of his career with the Colts. Starts in 98, finally wins in 06. So eight years to get that first Super Bowl. You think Lamar's going to take that long or no? Nah? I, I think, I honestly think if Lamar doesn't at least get to one by the end of this contract or close to the end of this contract, they'll move on, mm-hmm. uh, especially if, if it's losses in the playoffs again. Because, it, it, I mean, you had Manning, a lot of those 98 to 06 seasons, they didn't even make the playoffs. They weren't a good team. Right. Took a long time. And, you know, once he started getting into the playoffs, he was starting to win. 
You know, he played in a lot of AFC championship games. Lamar's two and five in the playoffs. If you come out next year and you leave the playoffs and you're three and six, you have to start having questions about can he win the big game? And I mean, that's the most important part. You can Especially have the once defense. you get the home field advantage like they've been getting lately yeah. too. Well, I mean, I mean, you can have the defense. You saw they held Mahomes to 17. If you can hold Mahomes to 17 and you have one of the best offenses in the league, your quarterback needs to win you that game. Right. And if he can't win you that game, he's probably not your guy. At least, I mean, that's the way I see it. I love, I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's a very talented quarterback. He's not there in the big games, and it, it comes out every year. Results matter, man. Results matter more than ever on and off the field, and he's just going to have to he'll accept his MVP trophy, and you hope he's back in the lab right away at the end of the next well, week. I mean, it's, it's a league now where if you, you come into the league as a rookie quarterback and within three years you haven't made the playoffs – the team's dumping you and going to draft another guy. Yeah. And it's so, very rare if you get the second chance to redeem yourself like a Baker Mayfield or you'll wind up like to shoot in like an RG3. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, another one. <laughs> um, so, 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 I mean, I, I don't see any difference between losing in the playoffs in your sixth and seventh year and not making them in three years. I, right. I, I think it's ultimately the entire goal of every coach and every organization in the NFL to win that championship. And if your guys consistently losing in the playoffs every year, even when you have a defense like that, that held Mahomes to 17, you have to start looking at him as your leader. For sure. Absolutely. That's just the one thing. And that's, what's so great about this sport and this league, particularly it's drama all the time and it's always figuring out. And it's an example of life. You could have all these cliches go for you on your side, but the better team will always win no matter what. But well, I think any given Sunday. Absolutely. And if anything that I've learned, and we'll briefly hit on the Chiefs, we'll have more of them next week. With the Chiefs show, if you're going to win, keep winning. Go on the hot street. If you have the resources, do it. Do it as long as possible. Don't care what the haters think. Don't care about the doubters. It's a results-oriented world, and it's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately world. And seeing the Chiefs make it to the AFC Championship as a four-seed here um, on paper, looking uh, on paper, having the most difficult offensive season yet with Matt Nagy taking over, um, uh, including two of the three games you've played, you were the underdog on the road, and yet you're still here. The Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl. And we've seen the spread open originally at two and a half. I think it's now to one at San Francisco. So they'll probably be moving around these next two weeks. I think people have realized you really can't vote against the Chiefs and Mahomes. As long as Mahomes is around and he has some capable receiver, as long as he can catch the ball, you have a legit shot to win. And why don't you elaborate that a little more with this? But how much does this particular win mean for this franchise? And I mean, um, I mean involved, it's it's Brady Belichick 2.0, and and we're seeing the same thing over again. Where you know Brady did it with Moss, did it with you know Deion Branch, a lot of really good wide receivers, and mm-hmm. everyone said, well, if he didn't have those guys, he wouldn't be as good. Yeah. And then, you know, he, he goes out and wins Super Bowls with unknown white guys who were playing lacrosse three months mm. earlier. Yeah, Chris and, Hogan and, have, and Amendola. Yeah, and you, you have Mahomes who now this year, you know, 
Yeah, you have the first round wide receiver, but after him, you have an old Travis Kelsey who did not look the same all year. You have, you know, a a bunch of guys who are unknowns, Kadarius Toney, who couldn't catch a football to save his life. Mm -hmm. And Mahomes still found a way to get into the playoffs, win his division, win two road games, and get back to the Super Bowl. And I mean, at this point, it's one of those things where every year for 20 years, everyone said, there's no way Brady's going to go back again. He's got to be done. And we're going to start saying that with Mahomes every year. It's going to be, there's no way they're going to make it again. And all of a sudden, there they are, championship weekend. Yeah. I You said it perfectly. And if you hate at this point, straight ignorance. Um, and you could give credit to the receivers who play much better um Valdez Scantling made the crucial game winning catch reception yep. to um convert on first down to actually win. You know, Kelsey in the last two weeks looks like vintage Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. Rashid Rice has turned it to the number one receiver and he's been rocking well with it. A credit to the running game with Isaiah Pacheco has been pulling off. It makes sense now, and they've been the Give credit to the Chiefs offensive line giving Mahomes so much time throughout this game against the arguably the best r- pass rush in the AFC with Roquan Smith and, J- and Javarius Clowney. For, and they didn't pressure him all game. And then it'll be talked about next week. But when you do play the very best pass rush, I would say, with for San Francisco with Bosa and Chase and um, Fred Warner. I didn't know they guys. were playing the Jets next week. <laughs> Wait, what did I say? The best oh, pass oh. rush. Oh, yes, yes. Sorry. Uh, we'll go with the NFC on this one. Well, obviously there, but um you just can't be you just can't vote against them. And and I and you just have to put like I made in my predictions, which I was right, that they would win because of Travis, a good game from Kelsey and Rice. You just that's just really has to be your game plan at this point. It doesn't have to be so deep. Well, I, I, I mean, you look at the, the Super Bowl that they lost to mm-hmm. Brady. And you look at what Brady had throughout his entire career. The biggest thing Brady had was a good defense and a good offensive line. Yeah. You get Brady time and you keep the other team off the field and Brady's going to win. And they took that blueprint and ran with it. And they won last year with it. And they're back in the Super Bowl again with it this year. That offensive line, I mean, Creed Humphreys, uh, I was a big Creed Humphrey fan when he was coming out of college in the draft. He's, he's yeah, as soon as if Jason Kelsey does retire, he's the guy now at center in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's the number one guy. You know, the, you go out and you add Joe Tooney. You, uh, you add Trey Smith in that same draft, another guy that I liked. And you just keep adding pieces of that offensive line and that defense, and you know Mahomes is going to do what he does. You get him a couple of guys off the street, He's going to hit him in the chest with passes. Whether they catch it or not, it's up to them. But if you get him a good offensive line, a good defense, he's going to win games. And he showed that to you. And that's that's the blueprint they're building on. And that's the blueprint that you build dynasties on. And it it looks like they're building a good one here in, in Kansas City. Amen. It might as well save the uh, – I'll ask the pop culture thing before we move on. <laughs> All right. We have obviously the couple – in Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And well, they are your they whether they like it or not, they are a storyline into this Super Bowl. I have to say, 
Do you think some the the way the regular season ended for Kelsey it was bad for whatever reason? You wonder what happened between week 18 and the Dolphin game that he started bringing it on again. Do you think Taylor Swift's influence? I don't know. I don't get too personal, but well, something Taylor, happened that have him reinvent himself. Taylor went back on tour for a couple weeks and he played like like crap, and then she came back to watching his games and he started to come back out again. Mm-hmm. See, that, I mean that's that's, that's, that's at least you know it, correlation doesn't mean causation, but there's still uh there's still that correlation there where you know she went back on tour and he started playing not as well and. She came back. He's been at every playoff game, and he looks like old Travis again. Look at that. And would you just say, you know, they're, they're going to figure out a way to get her get her the game. They'll have the FAA do something special to make sure she's in Vegas despite having a show in Tokyo the <laughs> night before. Well, I actually, there was a TikTok about it uh, last night I was watching, and um, it's a 13-hour flight directly nonstop from Tokyo to Las Vegas, which Jeez. gives her just enough time to make it to the Super Bowl after a concert. Man, what a, what a life. It's their world and we're just living in it. So yeah, would you and, just... And, mm-hmm. well, I mean, could, could you imagine, you know, going and doing a concert in Tokyo and the next day, you know, flying out to the Super Bowl on a 13-hour nonstop private jet? No, I can't. And hopefully they get that. They videotape it for a big uh, Netflix documentary. So you pretty much would say, and do all your pro- – make sure Kelsey's part of your parlay with these props um, at this point. If she's definitely going to be there too. We I, get, again, we can get, get prepared. Again, we have a week to prepare for that. But I'm, I'm taking Kelsey whether she's there or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you don't have to – you can obviously say, you know – talk about he looks better when she's there it's travis kelsey he broke jerry rice's catches record Mm -hmm. he holds the most touchdowns in in afc championship history and he's always been phenomenal in the super bowl he's been he's been that guy in the playoffs throughout his entire career even though he had a down regular season he was still there when it counted so whether she's there or not, I'm taking Kelsey overs in everything. Amen. Amen to that. I All do right. I do think two things. The first thing, I think if they win the Super Bowl, she will end up on the field with them celebrating. And the second thing, and I, I told my girlfriend this, as soon as I got home from watching the games, if they win the Super Bowl, he will propose. I mean, that would be a, the most famous proposal of all time. It absolutely it. would be. I literally don't know a famous proposal, <laughs> especially a fake one. Um, well, I think we will literally witness the internet getting broken by then. But it's going to be funny. <laughs> but regardless, though, they still have to win the game, and they are going up against a great opponent. And with that, too, we saw an insane AFC championship. And this is, and this team, this Kansas, ah, sorry, excuse me. We saw an insane AFC championship. This team somehow made it back to the Super Bowl. And despite all their obstacles, they learned how to stay focused and use their concentration to beat the Ravens and get back to the Super Bowl. 
And that's like me in life, trying to figure out and find a way to stay focused to accomplish something and enhance my concentration. Of those four teams that were left and everybody involved on and off the field, Kansas City is the one of them to survive. And with that, they were able to get to the AFC Championship by being focused, having great concentration, and they were able to pull off this amazing feat. And for you, me, Kevin, and anyone who's trying to improve their focus to achieve more and to get in a great place in life like the Kansas City Chiefs are, maybe you could get maybe you could find the solution with their friends from Magic Mind. And ever since I started taking Magic Mind as a way to help improve my energy and improve my focus on my busy life, I wound up finding the solution I needed with this great product in Magic Mind. I started taking Magic Mind during my morning routine. Now I get up, do my stretches, take my shot of Magic Mind, and then go to the gym, do my workout, take my shower, after or get home, have my breakfast, shower, then I'm ready to go. And I feel energized and I feel concentrated because of taking Magic Mind. And... I will say simply that this product has given me a better attitude for my mental health. It's helped me physically by getting more, by not having as much inflammation and no aches and pains, and it helps me feel good. And I will say that this product tastes very good as well. The Nootropics have done a lot to make sure someone like me is ready to, for their day because of taking Magic Mind. And from it, it has allowed me to be less stressed about the world it doesn't have caffeine, so you don't have to feel bad about drinking your morning coffee or taking your pre-workout or doing whatever you need to be more awake and alert. Just take Magic Mind instead. Trust me, this stuff really works. And as I mentioned, it helps my concentration. It boosts my energy. And with ingredients that reduce fatigue and anxiety, it re- increases your body's resistance to stress and improves your mental and physical endurance. What can you ask for anything better? And as somebody who also used to have a hard time waking up in the morning, since I've taken Magic Mind the past couple of weeks, I'm up and ready to go. So why not add that extra boost to your life and get fully focused like I did and check out the Magic Mind website to get this incredible product to improve your life immensely. And I promise you, you won't regret it. And the Magic Mind team is gracious enough to, was gracious enough to create a special offer for me to share with our great listeners and the Productive Nation. And that deal is you could get up to 56% off your first subscription in the month of January and 20% off your first purchase with discount code PRODUCTIVE20. And guess what? I was just told today that they are going to extend this deal through February 10th. So how about that? So you could get this deal at magicmind.com slash Jam Productive Conversation and use discount code PRODUCTIVE20. And with this special code, you get an extra 20% off with a total of 75% off your entire purchase. Again, this deal lasts until February 10th, 2024. So just check out the link in the description below, whether on podcasts and platforms or YouTube. And one more time, that is magicmind.com slash Jam Productive Conversation and use promo code PRODUCTIVE20. So thank you to Magic Mind for this opportunity. And let's get focused and accomplish great things like the Kansas City Chiefs did. All right, so moving on, why don't we now focus on the NFC Championship? 
The San Francisco 49ers took down the Detroit Lions by a score of 34 to 31. Lions came out hot in the first quarter. And the Lions defense owned the 49ers in the first half. They caused turnovers. They prevented San Francisco's weapons from making big plays. And going up 17 heading into the third quarter, things were looking really promising for Detroit. And then all of a sudden, with the help of a really good play by Brock Purdy, San Francisco making turnovers, Christian McCaffrey stepping up and showing why he's one of the greatest running backs we will ever see, and then bad decisions by Detroit and Dan Campbell, like the fourth and third, where Detroit winds up going for it, and they fall short. Then the very next drive, San Francisco goes down the field to clear it. Um, It seemed that Detroit got too comfortable. For some reason, Amon Ross St. Brown and Josh Reynolds were the Chiefs of earlier this year with very bad drops, and it turned into a mess. And ultimately, the San Francisco 49ers win, and Detroit has another ugly loss in their history. So what do you think of this game with those initial thoughts and notes, Kevin? What do you think of the NFC Championship? Uh, I put this one on Dan Campbell. Mm -hmm. You've been the most aggressive coach all year. The first mistake that, that really killed me, you've been the most aggressive coach all year long. You have fourth and goal from the three yard line. I know you're up. You're you're up fourteen already. It's the NFL. No lead is safe. Go get that touchdown. If you don't get the touchdown, you're still going into the half, most likely up fourteen because you're giving them the ball at their own three. You know, maybe you get a safety and go up, go in up sixteen. But you've been the most aggressive coach all year. Run it down their throats with David Montgomery, who has been one of the best goal line backs this year. Hmm. and go up 21 into the half. Second mistake. Now, when you're, you know, the momentum shifting, you need you need points. You need to score. Why are you not taking the three points? What, why, why why'd you take the three in the first half, but now you're not taking them in the second half? And then again, you need three to tie the game. It's fourth and three. It's the same distance that you didn't go for because it was a little too long for you in the first half. Why aren't you kicking that ball? It's just head-scratching moves. I get the aggressive MO, but you weren't aggressive in the first half when you should have been. And then when you needed to sit back and not be aggressive and kick the field goals, that's when you were aggressive and made the wrong decisions. It's one thing to be ballsy, go for it, and do things like that. It's another thing to be ignorant of the situation that you're in which is exactly how he acted and he was he was outcoached he was outcoached by Kyle Shanahan which you know to his credit just about anyone's going to get outcoached by Kyle Shanahan he's one of the best coaches in the in, in the NFL but Dan Campbell was flat out outcoached especially when they won the first half nothing could have been better too that's what makes it more frustrating and with this is your very first Super Bowl is on the line. As mentioned, they haven't won since the NFL championship in 57. Like it's it, it's really puzzling and strange. And some people want to put analytics as a as, as an excuse. I don't even think Dan Campbell would say that. It's just people trying to defend him. It's just the wrong time to be aggressive, like you said. And and again, the wrong time to not be aggressive. You 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 have your foot on their throat for for lack of a better analogy in in that first half. 
There's like 40 seconds left. You're on the three-yard line. It's fourth and goal. All year long, Dan Campbell goes for that. All yeah. year long. And now in the NFC Championship game, you settle for three? Why? Well, why aren't you? I, I, again, the worst-case scenario is they get the ball with 30 seconds left on their own three. Or, or you throw an I interception just, and they get it with 30 seconds left on, on their own 20. I, I just, just, it, I just don't so know. I just don't know. And that stuff is what people will remember you. That's what your legacy is going to be at the end of the day. And I don't know if he just is getting a pass because the Lions haven't gotten this far since in the last 32 years that they're going to get him a pass. But I think next year they're going for his head. It's just, it's almost sad because of, uh, again, I didn't, I really thought that after that first half that they were going to pull this off and their team on paper was good enough to do it, but no, you, and that's one of my next points. You also got to give credit to Brock Purdy, how he played. Oh, Um, absolutely. Using his legs, especially that was a huge factor in the second half. And you know how it is, especially football fans, if you have one opinion on one person, you might keep it forever. And people want to say Purdy's not that good. They want to call him a system quarterback, but he won the game for them. And he is the MVP of the NFC championship. Purdy is the perfect Kyle Shanahan quarterback. And that with the talented roster around him that he has and the coaching that he has in Shanahan, he just needs to be who he is, which is, Find the open guy, get him mm-hmm. the ball. Every once in a while, use your legs when you need to, throw the ball away when you're in trouble, find the open guy. And that's what he does. He's he he's a game manager. He's not gonna wow you with his arm. He's not gonna wow you. He's not gonna make that, you know, opposite hash to sideline out throw because he doesn't have the arm strength to do it. But he's gonna stay he has great pocket movement, great pocket mobility, and he's gonna find a way to step up in the pocket. And deliver a strike to Ayuk, Debo, McCaffrey. In that mid that, that that middle of the field is where he lives. And he's accurate there. And that's the most important part. You know, he's not going to kill you with the deep ball. You know, you saw the under uh, underthrow that eventually turned into a touchdown, mm-hmm. you know, with the bounce off the helmet. But he's not gonna he's not gonna beat you deep, but he doesn't need to with all that talent around him. Get it out on a bubble screen, get it on, you know, a short end, on a drag route, on a crossing route, get it into one of those playmakers' hands, and they're going to make something happen with the ball. And that's the Kyle Shanahan system, and he's the perfect quarterback for that. You know, he he might not work on a, you know, in, in the LaFleur system or the, you know, the Belichick system where they're asking you to throw deep constantly. He may not excel there, but for the 49ers, he is perfect for that system and the perfect quarterback for them. Yeah, and you couldn't say it any better. You have to give credit. Jared Goff, despite an iffy second half, I would say overall he played a good game. I won't say great, but pretty good game. And I think at least Goff showed this season that he's a franchise quarterback here to stay, and he's good enough to get you deep in the playoffs. And almost got a second franchise there. And... It wasn't his fault that I'm on St. Brown. Hit him. He hit him in the numbers and dropped yeah. it, or in bad drops from Josh Reynolds as well. He did his part, and I think he's getting the respect he deserves moving forward. 
I will say he he did kill my bets on Sunday by missing wide Jameer Gibbs wide open three times, mm-hmm. <laughs> which which hurt. But but to that, I mean, golf has been that guy, and and people just haven't seen it. I, I mean, I think yeah, they got a Super Bowl out of it. The Rams got a Super Bowl out of it. I think if you keep those picks and you keep golf, you might still be a uber competitive team now you have matthew stafford who's on his last couple of years you have an older roster you keep those first round picks you add first round picks to your team and keep jared goff they may still want a super bowl and still be in contention for years to come i i don't i i didn't like the move when it happened but i i think goff is going to be the guy in detroit for five ten more years and then I, I think I think they, they have again another team a lot like the Ravens. They're young. It's the first playoff experience for almost the entire team except for the quarterback. Great head coach, good coaching staff, great, great offense, you know, good schemes. I think it's another team that's gonna be back in the next couple of years, just like the Ravens. Yes, I think so too. And they're much better. And they just it's hard to say they played a bad. I mean, let's let's say if they play this game ten times, it goes back and forth, and like you can even argue maybe the Lions can pull it through. And that's this will lead to my last question: for the second straight game in a row, the 49ers defense hasn't been shut down as they usually are. Bad, you know, almost blew it against Detroit, and they play did play bad in the first half against. Uh, sorry, it's Green Bay playing bad in the first half against Detroit. Do you think the four, there's any concerns with the 49ers' defense of their play lately? I think we're going to see a stoppable force meet a currently movable object in the Super Bowl. The The Chiefs' offense isn't what it has been, and the Niners' defense isn't what it has been. So, so like I said, you're going to see two units that have been good for a very long time that aren't as good right now against each other and it's going to be who can maximize that that downfall at the moment if Mahomes can find a way to take advantage of of you know the the early struggles of the 49ers defense in the playoffs the Chiefs might run away with the Super Bowl if the 49ers can find a way to take advantage of those drops of you know Mahomes not being able to find anyone open because there's no separation and and get him on the ground and hit him a couple times the 49ers might start to run away with the game. So I think it's going to be, those are the two places that, you know, you're really going to want to focus on is the Chiefs offense, that matchup Chiefs offense against the San Francisco defense, because both units don't look as top notch as they have in previous years or even previous weeks. So I, I think that's a huge matchup. Who can exploit that the most? Either side is going to have the better chance of winning the game. All right. I think that's a perfect way to end this show. We elaborate more in our preview show next week. So check us out on Wednesday with it. But Kevin Schaefer, great as always. Awesome job. And regardless, these this NFC and AFC championship will be remembered one way or the other. But it's a lot of fun as always. And we'll see you very soon. We'll see you next week. Great to be back. See you next week. All right. This is a very productive conversation. What a true breath of fresh air having Kevin Schaefer back to talk football. Great work as always, Kevin. Glad to have you back. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast 
on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. Exit Twitter at ProcovoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So we are back on Friday to present to you a brand new tweet cap, the first show of February 2024. And there's a lot of fun things to talk about already. I including there's one conspiracy I want to talk about really random but i do want to mention that but i mean elmo is back in our lives he was talking he made a tweet that everybody was talking about um a little more kelsey and taylor a lot of good stuff was discussed and we will see how the rest of the week plays out and then we will talk all about it on a brand new episode of productive conversations with this being the tweet cap so we will get back with it with ryan and cara and everybody we'll start that on friday but until then i hope everybody has a great rest of the week we will get through it and before you know it's going to be friday already i just want to thank kevin schaefer for coming on the show today i want to thank dollar red for what he does behind the scenes and i want to thank you the greatest fans and listeners in the world for supporting us no matter what and being the very best fan base a podcast can ask for and thank you to magic mind for sponsoring today's show don't forget to check them out magicmind.com slash jam productive conversations use productive code productive 20 and you'll get 75 percent off your first subscription and the deal lasts until february 10th so hurry before it goes away my name is matt brown i am the host of the productive conversations podcast don't forget to check in on your friends and family and i'll be seeing you all very very soon bye peace